Shalom to all. You are listening to the Quick Parsha presented daily by All Parsha. We're going to be learning the third Aliyah Parsha's Truma. That is Parak Chafei, Pasuk Laman Aleph. And the Pasuk tells us, You should make a menorah out of pure gold. You shall make it hammered out out of one piece of gold. We find this throughout the Mishkan, that a lot of the kim were made hammered out of the same piece of gold. It's not like it was made up in separate pieces and then connected somehow. It was made out of one piece. Yerecha, its base. Rashi tells us it has three legs, this base, Vikana and its middle branch, Gvieha, its cups. These are for decoration. These are not the cups that we're talking about that actually hold the oil. These are just decorative cups, which we're going to be describing. Kaftireha, its knobs, Uprachaha, and its flowers, Mimena Yiyu, should all be made out of the same piece of gold. It is one solid piece, this Menaira. Let's take a look at Rashi over here, Pasuk Alamed Aleph. And we're going to go to the third Rashi, which says, Te'aseha Menaira, Me'eleha, it should be made on its own. Moshe had a difficult time understanding how to make the Hashem told him, take this kikar, take this solid block of gold and throw it into fire, and it's going to be made on its own. That's why it doesn't say, you shall make it. It says, it shall be made. Hashem actually made the menaira for Maish Rabbeinu. Let's go back to Chomesh, Pasuk Lamed Beis. And six branches, coming out of its side, meaning coming out of the side of the center branch. Three branches on one side, three branches on the other side. Three decorated cups, on one branch, and each of those decorated cups came along with a knob and a flower. And another three decorated cups along with a knob and a flower. For every one of the six branches that are coming out of the Menaira, again, that are coming out of the central branch. And on the central branch of the Menaira, there should be four cups, as decorative cups, its knobs and its flowers. Again, these are all decorations for the Menaira. And now this next Pasuk tells us that where the branches met up with the central branch, there was a knob right there. And this is the way the Pasuk tells it to us. And a knob underneath the two branches from it. And a knob underneath two branches from it. And a knob underneath two branches from it. For the six branches that are coming out of the Menaira. Again, as the branches met the Menaira, there was a knob right there. The next Pasuk tells us, Again, we re-emphasize its knobs and its branches are coming from it. Kula Miksha Achazavtar, everything was made hammered out of one solid piece of gold. And now Rashi Pasak Lamadhe, which we're not going to read inside, gives us a very detailed description exactly where the flowers and where the cups are supposed to be placed on the branches and on the central branch, how much space is supposed to be in between each of them, and which one went first. Was there a knob and then a cup and then a flower? What exactly was the order? And the end of Rashi tells us that altogether there was twenty-two decorative cups, eleven knobs, and nine flowers spread across the entirety of the Menaira. And you should make its lamps seven. These lamps are actually referring to the cups in which the oil and the wicks were placed in. And you shall light its lamps, and they should light towards its face. What does that mean? Let's take a look at Rashi over here. These are like small bowls or cups. That you place the wicks and the oil inside. Now Rashi explains what the Pasuk means when it says, and they should be lit towards its face. What does that mean? 
Kaseha, we should make the mouth of the cups on the tops of the branches, Musabim Klapeim Tsai. They should all be facing the middle branch. So that when the lamps are lit, they should all be facing, meaning the wicks and the flame is facing the middle branch. Musav It means it should be facing the middle branch, the main part of the Menaira. Let's go back to Chomesh Pasuk Lamanches. And its tongs and scoops were made out of pure gold. Let's take a look at Rashi over here. Pasuk Lamanches. These are the tongs that were meant to take the wick from the oil. In order to arrange them and set them, make sure they're in their proper place. Since you take the wick with it, that's why it's called Melkochaim. And jump to the next Rashi. These are like small little bowls or receptacles. Which he would scoop out the ashes into every single morning. When the Kangadu would clean out the lamps, their ashes and the wicks every morning they burned the entire night and then went out so he would scoop them out into these little bowls into these little scoops these machtaisim these small bazichim and back to Chomish Pasuk Lamites, Kikar Zav Tar Yasa Oisa, it shall be made out of a Kikar of pure gold, Ace Kala Kalim Ho'ela, with all of these implements, all of its Kalim. Let's take a look at Rashi over here, Pasuk Lamites, Kikar Zav Tar, Shaloi Yiyah Meshkala, Im Kol Kela El Kikar, the weight of this, with all of its implements, with all of the Kalim, should only be one Kikar, Loi Pachas Val not more, not less. Vakikar Shalchol, and regular mundane Kikar, when we want to measure a Kikar of regular measurements, Shishim Mana, that's 60 Mana, Vishal Kaidesh Hayakafel, when we're dealing with something of Kaidash, that's double. Kavchaf mana, 120 mana. Litra and the mana is this litra that we measure silver from in Cologne. Vehain kuf zuhuvim, that's 100 gold pieces. Chafei slime, 25 slime. Vasel arba zuhuvim, and a cell is four zahav. So the menorah was made out of an incredible amount of gold. And back to Chamesh Pasak Mem, Ure'eva say, and see and do, or create, betavni sum in their forms, asher atamara bahar, like you are shown on the mountain. And now in Parakhavav, we're going to actually be learning about the structure of the Mishkan. However, before we do that, we're going to be learning about the covering on top of the Mishkan. There were three, perhaps four covers that went on top of the Mishkan. And before we get into the nitty-gritty details, it's important to understand that these covers were made up of a series of panels known as ureas. A urea is a panel. These panels were all four amos wide, and they were attached to each other. Sometimes they were sewn to each other. Sometimes they were attached by hooks. And we're going to see each cover had its own set of specifications. So the Pasuk tells us, Ve'ez mishkan and the Mishkan. This is talking about the roof of the Mishkan. Ta'asa Eser Yurias should be made out of ten panels. Sheish Mashzar, twisted linen, Uscheles Va'argomen V'telas Shani, and Tcheles wool, purple wool, and scarlet wool. Kruven, they should have Kruven woven into them. Ma'asei Chayshev Ta'asa Eisam, they should be made the work of an artist. Let's take a look at Rashi over here, Pasuk Aleph. Ve'ez Mishkan Ta'asa Eser Yurias, Li'ez Lo'i Le'gagal Mechitzes Mechutz La'Krashem, this is going to be as the roof and as a partition, besides for the Krashem, besides for the beams, which we're going to learn about later. These panels, they were hung behind them to cover them. This was like one large giant cover for the Mishkan. So there are these four things together. We have these four things together in every single thread. One part of the thread was made out of linen. And three was wool. And every single thread actually had six strands in it. We had these four varieties when they were twisted and spun together, was 24 different folds or 24 different strands per thread. So every single thread of these panels was actually made up of a combination of four separate materials woven together. We had twisted linen, 
purple wool, blue wool, and scarlet wool. And the next Rashi tells us, There was Kruvim woven into the panels. And it wasn't embroidery because that's needlework. It was woven into the weave itself. On the two surfaces. There was one picture on one side, one picture on the other side. A lion on one side and an eagle on the other side. And let's go back to Chumash Pasuk Beis. We have these 10 panels. The length of one of these panels is 28 amas. And its width was 4 amas. That's one panel. Every single panel had the same exact dimensions. 28 amas long by 4 amas wide. 5 panels were connected, each one to each other. They were sewn together. And then the other 5 panels were sewn together. And you should make loops of tcheles wool on the edge of one of these panels. And the end of one of the grouping of panels. And you should do the same exact thing at the end of the other grouping of panels. You should make 50 loops at the end of one panel. And 50 loops at the edge of the other grouping of panels. Each of these loops have to be opposite the other one so they match up. The 50 loops at the edge of one grouping of panels, the 50 loops at the edge of the other grouping of panels have to be equal to each other. They have to be flush so that we can hook them together. And the passage continues. And you should make 50 golden hooks. And you should connect these grouping of panels with these hooks. And then the Mishkan, meaning this first covering of the Mishkan, is going to be one. We have two groupings of five panels each connected with these golden hooks in the middle. And now we're going to learn about the second covering of the Mishkan. And you should make panels out of goat hair. To be a oihel on top of the Mishkan. So the first covering was called Mishkan. The second covering is called oihel. You should make 11 panels, not 10, like the Mishkan was 10 panels. Over here, we're talking about 11 panels. The length of the panel was 30 amas, not 28. But the width was 4 amas. That's one panel. There was one measurement for all 11 panels. 30 amas long and 4 amas wide. And you should connect 5 panels together. Again, sew 5 of these panels together. And 6 panels together. And you should fold over the 6th panel. Because remember, we have 6 panels in one grouping and not 5. It should be folded over in front of the oil. And we're going to describe this later. And you should make 50 loops at the edge of one grouping of panels. And another 50 loops at the edge of the other grouping of panels. And you should make 50 copper hooks. And you should place these hooks inside the loops. And you should connect the oil. Again, the second covering is called the oil. You should connect it together. And now it is one. So as a quick review, we have two coverings. The first one, known as the Mishkan, was 10 panels. Each panel was 4 amas wide, which means that's a total of 40 amas. And the next one, which is called the oil, was 11 panels. So that's 44 amas. So the oil was four amas wider or longer, depending on how you look at it, than the Mishkan. So what do we do with this extra panel? So the next Pasuk tells us, And the extra overhang, this extra half urea, 
Tisrachal Chari HaMishkan is going to be draped over the back of the Mishkan. Pasuk Tessa had told us that half of that urea gets draped over the front of the Mishkan, and now this Pasuk is telling us that the other half of that extra urea is being draped over the back of the Mishkan. The next Pasuk tells us, And the extra Amma that we have in the length of the panels, remember, these panels of the Ayah were 30 Amas long, as opposed to the panels of the Mishkan, which were 28 Amas long. So what do we do with this extra Amma on each side? They're draped over the sides of the Mishkan on this side and on that side to cover it. And you should make a covering on top of the oil, meaning this is a third, perhaps even a fourth covering, as we're going to see. Skins of Elim dyed red, and a covering of Tachash skins on top of that. So let's take a look at Rash over here. It's a covering for the oil. This roof of goat hair. Make another cover made out of ram skins dyed red, and another one on top of that made out of Tachash skins. And these coverings, they only covered the roof of the Mishkan. They were 30 long and 10 wide. That's Rebbe Nechemia's opinion. So according to this opinion, there were four coverings. The Mishkan, on top of that, the Ayel, on top of that, Ram skins, which were dyed red, and on top of that, Tachash skins. However, Rashi continues, This last covering was actually one cover. It wasn't two. It was half Ram skins dyed red and half Tachash skins. Which means, according to Rabbi Huda, there was only three coverings. The Mishkan, then the oil, then this two-tone covering. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with discussing the actual structure of the Mishkan. Everyone should have a wonderful day.